morning. I am Frank Johnson. And I'm Abraham Lawrence. You are welcome to episode number eight of Our Morning Take. Wednesday, January the 11th. We've had such a good time the last few days talking about the start of Hands and Feet Ministries. Yes, it's been a good, you know, good time going down memory lane. I think the listeners probably can appreciate how this podcast actually came to be. And, and of course, we're five and a, almost five years and three or four months since the church started. Wow. But we are, what, 11 years or so into our friendship, right? Yes, yes. It's been a long time. It feels like a lifetime, really. Yes, it definitely has. You're such a close friend and such a confidant. And uh, we've just been talking about why it just didn't work to be co-pastors. But, man, God just always has a plan, and we just uh, we have to just yield to that plan. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, I think that's just one of our biggest flaws as humans is we want to control everything that we do. Someone called me a control freak the other day. I think it was one of my kids at school. You really like to be in control, Mr. Johnson. Well, uh, yes, you're 12, and, <laughs> and I'm the teacher. Uh, yeah, I sort of have to be in control. But, yeah, yeah, but also, you know, I'm not going to take the kid's side, but when it comes to music. Oh, my goodness. When it comes you to music. You had to music, go there, didn't you? Yes, I did. <laughs> when it comes to music, you like you like things to be a certain way. <laughs> I'm horrible. I'm so oh, sorry. Oh, no, listen. I love it. I love it. Uh, because it keeps me on my toes. Yeah, I don't. You know. I was even those guys yesterday. I'm walking out. Of the, we had a record for you listeners that don't know. We had a recording session uh, back in December uh, for the Christmas thing for uh, <laughs> King City Church. And uh, these guys are seasoned musicians. I mean, especially the bass player. He's an awesome guy. Probably way better than I am. And I'm over there telling him, listen, don't forget to play e e e a a a a e e e a a He's like, yeah, okay, I got it. You know? <laughs> it was I'm like, funny. I must look like an idiot. It was people. funny because he uh, he messaged me last night and he said he had a really good time. And he said <laughs> that he was just flying from the seat of his pants because, you know, you were so intense. But he enjoyed that. Uh, and that's it's and that's good. That's why. Intense. <laughs> I like playing with you, Jay Sewell and Tony Davis, because you guys make me play better. But we're all different personalities. You guys make me play better. I because know. I can't phone it in. When I'm playing with you, <laughs> I can't phone it in. Yeah. I have to. Because let me just tell you something. The first time I heard you play and you were jumping around that stage, I was just like, I need to get my act together because <laughs> this guy is making me look like a fool. Yeah, I was I was your age now. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, you know how it is. But God used that to let me know that I shouldn't take my gifts for granted. Yeah, and neither of us. You know? Here I am still 64, and I love playing with you. Yeah, and it's like, you know, okay, I wasn't playing, and this is no disrespect to anybody. I wasn't playing with the best people at the time. Mm -hmm. I became complacent. When I wasn't playing anywhere before I came there, and God was like, you need to appreciate what you have. Yeah. And he used you to show me that. Yeah. So uh, we go way back. and uh, But once Hands and Feet, uh, the band started, we, we started a little worship team called uh, Hands and Feet. Yes. And it was a good time. We had, uh, Jay was an original member. Yes. And how do you say his last name? Sewell. All right, Jay, there you go. <laughs> Sewell. Yeah, he, yeah. he doesn't like me for that. I love me some Jay, though. Uh, we had a wonderful... We got to tell this story. Yes, uh, we do. Uh, we had a wonderful sax player. Just a phenomenal, phenomenal player. I was actually telling someone this story the other day at work. Oh, my goodness gracious. What was his name? Seth Grady. Seth, Seth Grady. I, uh, 
He played with the likes of Phil Driscoll. So this just tells you right there just the, his talent level. Phil's yes. not letting another uh, a sax player. Phil played trumpet, right? Yes. He's not letting a sax player on there that doesn't know what he's doing. Top-notch musician. Literally could play any wind instrument, period. Uh, he brought a plethora of saxes with him when he, when he would come to play worship. And he just knew he knew where to play. Yes, he knew how to get in and out of a worship song and make it just uh, just wonderful. He basically could play anything. I'm just going to jump in with this story right quick. Yeah, do it. Um, I have uh, another friend of mine by the name of John Myers. He's a phenomenal bass player. And John, if you're out there listening, we miss you. Amen. We wish you'd come back. Yeah, he's a traveling evangelist. Him and his wife. You know, music is his love, but evangelism is his passion Amen. so we have to respect that. Good for you that. John. We have to respect that. Yes sir. So there was a gig at uh, on Labor Day and um, I haven't had I didn't get any rehearsal or any music and he just tells me where to come and he said we'll just It was play. in Charlotte right? It was in Charlotte mm. and, he's, and, and John says you know don't worry about it just show up we're going to do some standards. So I'm a guy that has to have the music in advance so I can have an idea of what's going to happen. You're not the only one. Oh, I know, but I, I'm one of those guys. <laughs> yes, you are. So Me I, and you I get there. John is the only one that I've ever played with. There's a gentleman by the name of Clark Maciak. Oh, love that's me some Clark. Playing guitar. Also with hands and feet. Yes, also no. with hands and feet. Yes. Um, there was a sound guy that uh, he doubled as a keyboard player. He was phenomenal, by the way. What was he, that guy's name? I don't remember his name. I think it was Tim or something like that. He ran sound and he played keys. Sounds like somebody else we know. Seth Grady was on sax. This is my first first time meeting first time meeting him. Right. And so we do this. Uh, we just do this impromptu gig. Seth stole the show. Oh, I guarantee he did. I still have it on video because my wife recorded it. It was some of the most phenomenal music that I have ever played in my life. And I've never played a day with any of them other than John. Yeah. So I'm like, I got to get to know these guys. So we exchange numbers and uh, moving forward. So he joins hands and feet and then I'll let you jump. In. Yeah. So uh, they were all part of the band to start with. Uh, John only played with us at one time. But Seth played with us for a few times. And... Uh, uh, I don't know. It's probably about a year in, maybe. We'd played a year, maybe two years even. But at some point, Seth came to me in about October of that year, and he said, uh, hey, Frank, he's like, um, uh, when's our next gig? And I said, what well, was in November? And we were doing a... Um, we a were, benefit for a Catherine's benef House? Yeah, Catherine's House, which is for uh, battered women and children uh, in Belmont, North Carolina, a beautiful place. Um, and so we're going to just do a benefit for them. Well, we never took any money as musicians. Uh, I don't know that we still do. I, I try to give these guys a little bit of gas money now when they come because they travel from all over to play with us. But, but other than that, that's that's all we get. We don't, you know, give them a set amount. And and listen, Seth needed the money. I mean, I don't think he worked. Uh, if he did, he just had not much of a job. So <clears throat> he was like, any chance we get paid? And I'm like, you know, Seth, we just we just do this for the glory of God. Yes. And I do. I don't mean to interrupt, but I do believe that the church that he played for, he was paid there. Yeah. And but I told him this. Yes. I said everybody that comes in, they know that we're just doing as a free will offering and we're using our gifts yeah. for the glory of God. But I told Seth, I said, but it's totally understandable, though, because you are a phenomenal player. 
You deserve to get paid to do what you do. Absolutely. I, mean, I wished I could. I said, but I don't even know how I could write you a check, Seth, because honestly, you you just are a phenomenal player. And he goes, well, okay. And I said, but listen, it's been nice playing with you, and and I wish you nothing but God's speed and, and God's blessing. And, uh, you know, if I can ever do anything for you again, you let me know. And Seth said the same thing, you know, hey, and we parted as friends. I mean, I don't mind that a guy needs to get paid, and that's what he says up front. I get it. Yeah, absolutely. And also um – I played with him on paid gigs. I remember we did a revival in Charlotte, and Seth played Amazing Grace, and he just he blew the house down. Yeah, he blew the he blew the house down. Yes, that's, that's the only way I could describe it. So that's the kind of guy he is. Yes, and uh, it turns out uh, this gig that we had uh, got canceled because it got snowed on. Yes, and in January. Uh, we had rescheduled it, I think, for February. And in January, uh, I get a call from Seth, and he says, hey, w- when's your next gig? And I said, well, it just so happens it's the same gig last gig, so it's the same uh, set list, so you've already got all the music. Why, you want to come play with us? And he says, yes, I would. I want to come play with you. And I said, thanks. And he says, I've been diagnosed with uh, throat cancer. Wow. 